power is transcending in the queendom I let God be my direction when I pray I'm making love to you Trust you are my protection in the queendom I'm living with an open heart Because the queen knows how to feel the world and turn it into art Welcome to the queendom It's a holy sanctuary, make a blessing on my body Cause I find it necessary in the Sanctuary, make a blessing on my body Cause I find it necessary in the queendom I'll free my femininity I'll let my body move While I got Shakti raining over me The queendom Give birth to all this energy In between my thighs I have a universe inside of me A queendom I say welcome to the queendom There we go. Hi, gang. Welcome, 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 welcome. I'm so happy to be with you here today. I am loving this workshop that we've got on. We're doing the four stages of happiness today. So this is really going to support us to see where our mind is at and where we are creating our own blocks with our own thoughts, as we all do. So um, we're going to get into that now. Let me just, um, here we go. We're going to get it shared. What we're going to do is we're going to move through a run through of this workshop. So please get pens, paper, phone, or whatever it is to make some notes. And then we're going to go through some questions. So first of all, let's look on the scale of consciousness. This makes it really easy for us to create an inner standing of what is actually happening here. So on the scale of consciousness, if we just move to the bottom of the screen, here we have uh, our lower states of consciousness where we're in the likes of fear. These are the type of emotions associated that we're going to move through in a second. We're going to move through all the emotions so we can see where we are. But if we look here, we have the ego, which things are done to me. So it's when we're in that state of like, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? And um, and yet we all have those human moments where we feel like we're under attack, you know, we're under attack in life. Um and this is where we can actually acknowledge that, oh, okay, where am I on my scale of consciousness at the moment? Knowing that the higher we are in our vibration, the happier we're going to be. We can actually see by our own words and our own thoughts as, as to where we are. So things are done to me. A linear mind, things are done by me. So I'm doing this and this is happening this way and this way and this way and that's that. And there's not going to be any change. And this is exactly what is going on. This is a linear mind, a linear mind where we're stuck in controlling behaviors through fear, through fear of uh, of our path, through being disconnected to our own divinity, to our inner standing of, of where we're being guided and our inner and outer trust. 
Then we move into a spiritual reality where we move up on our scale of consciousness. Things are done through me. So I am here. I am here. And things are happening through me, through my vessel, through my vessel. Things are moving through me. So there's an outside force as to which is coming through our vessel and creating through us. Then we have our enlightenment states where we are at a stage of things are done by me. So we have an inner standing that we are connected to the whole. And yes, spirit moves through us as we are a vessel for our work, for our creations, for love, for the, the words that we put out into our communities, the people around us and our families. But this is done as me. This is me, my soul. This is the work of me that is, um, it's done as me. So these are four little sentences as to where we can see of where we are in this scale. So let's just take a second to lean in for a moment. Uh, we in the uh, things are happening to me. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a little poll here. So things are done. Oh, it's taking its time. Things are done to me. Things are done by me. Things are done through me. Things are done as me. Where would you say you are on this scale of consciousness? Our poll isn't loading at the moment. So let's just have that as a telepathic communication between us all. Um, if you feel, where do you feel that you are? Where do you feel that you are? For the linear mindset, as we see on the bottom of the scale here, for the, you know, even the in the ego mindset, I was stuck here for decades where I just felt like life was just, you know, I was under attack. <laughs> I was under attack by life and um, everything was just happening and I was not the creator of my reality and something else had control over my life. And then in the linear mindset, I was there for a decade where I was like um, a sense of fake confidence a sense of fake power yeah a sense of like this is this is where I was in this linear mindset things are done by me this is where I I had the illusion of that my plan was happening and it was happening on this day at this time and it's happening approximately exactly like this and nothing and no one is going to stop me and this leaves no room for the divine. It leaves no room for the outer source that is our divinity, that is our true power, that is our real confidence, not a, a, a portrayal of this um, fake control and energy to make sure that things stay like this. Because if they don't stay like this, I'm going to lose my mind. I need to have control over everything that's going on in my life because I've got no inner trust. Or I don't trust that the divine is guiding me and leading me. So that's that's what it feels like in that linear. And then we can come into the spiritual reality where we just sort of completely swing the pendulum and we're just like, 
Nothing is me. I am no one. I am nothing. Uh, everything is moving through me. I am, you know, this is the spiritual reality of things are done through me. And then as we move up, we move to a more grounded state of uh, our enlightenment states where things are done as me. Yes, I am aware. I am a vessel and spirit moves through me. And everything that I create is for the highest and greatest goods, whether that be the love I share with my family whether it be um, the insights I share in my community, whatever that may be. And um, it's done as me. I am I am conscious awareness of, of what is moving through me. I have conscious awareness over. I just don't let anything, you know, come through me. And this is a more grounded state. So there's our scales of consciousness with a little sentence just so we can we can create a deeper inner stand. And that's what this work's all about. It's about us creating an inner standing of it because there's so much out there, isn't there? And it can feel like sometimes, wow, like where do we begin? Where do we start? What even is happiness? What is happiness? What is consciousness? Consciousness is who we are. Consciousness is who we are. So the think of it like an ocean an ocean of consciousness and each droplet in this ocean is each one of us each one of us is one of these droplets now me i am a drop in the ocean i am not the force but i move with the force and the force moves with me so i am not the force which is what we would believe in the linear mindset but the force moves with me so as we connect to the force, which is to us, our inner selves, as we feel a sense of we're more connected. This is where we then join and merge because we've we've remembered and we've created that realization within us that actually we're not doing this alone and we're guided and we're protected on this path. Okay, so let's move into the next slide. So this is brilliant. Let's look here at our um, low frequency and um, and high frequency, and how we can how we can see where we are on this scale. So fear. Now, remember an invitation to remember that control means fear. That that's what control means. Control means fear. If we are controlling something, someone, ourselves, uh, an event, anything around us, this means that we are afraid, which is stemming from a fear vibration, which puts us on a low frequency. And then we move up into like hatred and guilt and anger and jealousy and sadness and anxiety and worry. And these are all the vibrations that we were looking at on the scale before as we were coming up from the ego and the linear mindset. And then we move into creating more uh, optimism and confidence within ourselves. We really create that safety in our body and we begin to love ourselves more. We begin to give ourselves time more, which then supports us with our inner trust because if we have inner trust within us, we have trust to the universe as a whole. But before we can trust the universe that we're going to get guided on these paths that can be scary when we move into the unknown. You know, we're actually just moving on a path and we actually don't know what's going to happen, which can be scary. But as we create this inner trust within us, we then have more out of trust, outer trust. And that's when we start to move up where, where we move into the other 
realities that we discussed before about um is it moving through me or is it moving as me or is it done by me really creating an understanding of the words that run through our minds as to where we feel we are on this control scale with our with our whole um destiny that is unfolding before us so as we move further up the scale just go up If we look at the top, it's love. It's love. And I just had a um a private, a private session before this call. And we were discussing about how when we're in situations or we get activated or we get triggered, how things move in like thoughts that come through us. So where do these stem from? So if we're in a situation and we feel activated, something happens, this activation belongs to us. Nobody else makes us feel anything and we don't make anyone else feel anything. We are not responsible for anybody's emotions and nobody else is responsible for our emotions. So when we feel an activation, a trigger, this is ours. This is our stuff, which is a gift. It's like a, a piece of gold. It's an insight. It's a drop of awareness for us to be able to see what is next on our path. Okay, I've got another chance to grow. I've just been activated. Let me lean into that. Let me bring safety into my body. And let me try and decode to where does that stem from? When have I felt like this before? How we heal any trigger, any activation is by changing our response. That's it. We heal by changing our response. Now, there's a catch, isn't there? Because when we're in the moment, we can be activated by a cellular memory that is in our body. So our body remembers what the mind tries to forget. So at any moment, it can just be like, and it's like, oh, I just felt that. Okay, okay, I'm feeling this activation. Where's this stemming from? And this is where we bring safety back into our body. We breathe. Ooh. We get back into the moment and we remember that every moment is new. Every moment is new. Every situation is new. What our brain does, it has us bringing past moments into the present moment. So we're in a current situation, reliving situations from the past and memories from the past that are not even present. And we bring the past into this moment through the memory that is within our body. And it's in those times where the quickest way for us to deal with our reactions is to first gain presence come to safety within our body and then move directly to our heart move directly to our heart move directly to our heart our heart is always the answer our heart is always the way our heart is what is present in this very moment that is connected to the infinite and to all. It's our mind that is connected to our conditioning and our program and our past experiences and our body through our cellular memory. So if we move through into our heart and just lean in and what I do is anytime I am activated, um, I lean in to myself and then I imagine the other person as a little boy or a little girl because we are all walking each other home. We are all small children in adults' bodies running off our programming and conditioning until we deprogram. 
So anything that's activated in us is, is our own. And somebody else could be, you know, have an activation themselves. Maybe you've said something and they react and you're like, wow, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, wow, I didn't mean it like that. But they've taken it how they've taken it. So how how you are received is not your problem. As long as you stay in your heart, you align with love and truth in every situation. That is the only control that you have. I align with love. I align with truth in every situation. How I am received is not on me. Everybody receives us differently depending on their own activations and their own programs. So if somebody is activated from us, we are an empty mirror. That's what we are. We are all mirrors reflecting back to each other. So maybe we've been in a situation and we've reflected something onto someone else that they've seen within us that they haven't yet healed in them and they get activated. And it's up to us then to stay in our heart and not be activated that they're activated. <laughs> so then if we lean in and fall into our heart and bring compassion to the situation in our knowing that they are activated, now, that's not to say that we go around and we just start, you know, um, moving without compassion and living in brutal truth. We we are aligned with truth, but we are aligned equally with love at the same time. The delivery of our truth is just as important as delivering our truth. So for us, it's I'm aligned with love. I'm aligned with truth. And I am in my most authentic expression. That is the only control that we have. So in any situation, we are coming back, coming back to our hearts. That way, it's not our mind or our activations that is deciding what our responses are going to be. In that moment, we might want to act from the heart, but that's because it's our activation that we're yet to decode and um, deprogram. So if we look on this vibrational scale here, the higher our vibration gets, we start to feel more gratitude, more joy, more peace. This is why the gratitude journal is, is such a big deal if we practice gratitude daily. Joy, 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 joy. Who wants more joy in their life? Oh, wow, we get caught up in our day-to-day -day of our tasks and the minds and things we have to do and our responsibilities. And we forget that we're all still a small child who just wants to play, who just wants to play. So let's take this second to lean in and ask ourselves, what brings us joy, actual joy? I know Helen on here, when we discussed this through one of our last programs, Helen um, started exploring DJing. And now she's actually doing gigs on a scene. And I was like, oh, wow, little Helen is playing. And these are the things that we need to lean into more in our life because adulting can be difficult with all our responsibilities. So it's, it's leaning on it up as well, is Oh, brilliant, brilliant. You know what I'm saying is it's about keeping it up, isn't it? Because I have, I have lost my joy at the moment yeah. because of being pushed and pulled. With, yeah. with, with priorities that are mine. Yeah. So that, yeah, it is so important to rem rem remind yourself of what brings you joy and hold yeah. on to it. Make, yeah. And plan it and make sure you prioritise it. Yeah, prioritise and joy. Prioritise and joy. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Thank you so much for sharing, Helen. That is, it's so important. It's like prioritizing it on our weekly to-do list. So let's talk about integrating our masculine energy. 
So at the beginning of the week, we should know what our responsibilities are for the week. We should know what our goals are each day. We should know where we're going and what we're doing. Now, we haven't got this, then we we haven't got an integrated masculine within us, which stems from our, you know, um, our father wounds and our brother wounds and all of this stuff for us to be able to be that protector and provider for ourselves. And on the pendulum swing, we can also have too much of this where we were speaking about the linear mind before, where we where we where we won't let any room for anything else. No joy, nothing. This is everything that we're doing. So make the conscious effort. This week, it's Monday, Yang. It's Monday. Today is the perfect day. After this live, get a piece of paper, write Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Write down your responsibilities for each day and schedule in joy. We want more joy, but we don't prioritize. Look at what we prioritize in our day-to-day. Where's joy in that? How much space does joy take up? And then we wonder why, you know, we want to call in more joy. So joy is something for us that's got to be on our list. It's got to be, it's got to be scheduled. It's got to be and prioritizing that for us and the little us to bring that joy back into our life. As we feel into more joy, we find more peace, find more peace. We come into more love and this is our higher vibration. So there's a little sneak peek of the different types of um, emotions that we feel. Now, keeping in mind that if we're on these lower vibrational emotions, um, we don't just bypass them and skip because we go, ah, I see that's at the top of the scale. So I'm just going to feel that now. <laughs> what we do is we feel all our emotions. We cry, we scream, we do whatever it is that we need to do to release the emotion. So energy, emotion, emotion is energy in motion it's trapped inside our body and it doesn't get released through us bypassing it and pretending that it's not there or thinking that we have to be happy or any other emotion we are humans we have a full spectrum of emotions and all of them emotions are okay we feel it to heal it so whatever it is just feel it and don't judge yourself within that process. There are many things that we can do to move this energy in our body. I use dance. I love to dance. I love to move. I love to shake it out. I love to jump around. Going to the beach, picking the pebbles up and throwing them into the ocean. Allow yourself to feel the sacred rage inside you. Something pisses you off. That's okay. Feel it. Feel it all, allow it to move through you, allow it to pass. Most of our emotions pass within 90 seconds. Our problem as humans is we don't allow ourselves to feel them because we believe that some emotions are right and some emotions are wrong and they're not. We are humans, we've got a full spectrum of emotions and no matter where we are on this vibrational scale, we can all move through by feeling our emotions, feeling our emotions, self-inquiry, asking ourselves, where does this come from? What's in my body right now? Anger means sadness. Anger can stem from a boundary that's being crossed within us. Something that we are not okay with. Okay, I'm feeling this anger. Now, if, if I don't feel this anger, then I won't really get to the clue of what the anger is, where the anger is stemming from. 
And then the anger will repeat and repeat. If I then push this anger down, we have a, we think of our womb space as an emotional storage. And here is where we push all of our emotions down. Now, leaning into the week before we bleed. The week before we bleed is when everything that we've pushed into this storage drawer comes up. So we become more reactive. And then we go, oh, I'm due on. It's okay. It's because I'm due on. It's because I'm due on. And this is what happens. So through these stages, we bypass a lot of our emotions and a lot of our truth when we're feeling happy. Okay. Instead of facing every emotion. Now, what happens when, when we move through this, these emotions are then pushed down into our womb space. So they don't go anywhere. They don't go anywhere. We're just basically in fake light. We're just telling lies. We're just in a fake vibration. You can't fake your emotion. You can't fake your vibration. The vibration is what it is. So this think happy thoughts and everything will be okay. Yes, our thoughts have power. But subconsciously, if we still feel that fucking feeling, it's there. It doesn't just vanish. So these emotions are then getting pushed down. And it's what's getting pushed down is what is deciding our vibration. What is getting pushed down is what is deciding our vibration. Why it's so important to accept all of our emotions and feel them all. Sacred rage is healing. I chopped a pineapple up the other week and I was throwing it into the forest. And I like, I got so much joy from it. I was like, yes, I felt liberated from it. About liberating, there's, there's many things that we can do to allow the full spectrum of emotions to move through us. We don't have to be anything. We can be this and we can be that and we can be this the next day and we can be that the next day. All that matters is that we are in our true expression, that we are, are authentic in our being. And we're not fitting into any of these boxes. So feeling our emotions through this time when we have our bleed, we then let everything go. Our bleed is a very, very sacred time that us has, as women have been conditioned and programmed to be ashamed of. We push through. Our society has made us to believe that we have the same hormones as men. Men's hormones actually reset every 24 hours, whereas a woman's reset every month. Therefore, a woman has four personalities within that month. We have different energy levels. We have different estrogen levels, progesterone levels. We are different in all of these phases. The How we connect to our feminine essence, divinity, is to connect and through our cycle, making sure that we know where we are on our cycle and having an idea of what each phase of these cycles means for us. This is our connection to nature, a diary, a schedule, a calendar. They're all made up, they're not real. Our calendar is nature, it's seasons, it's our own cycle. That's how we move in harmony. That's how we come back into our body. That's how we move more into our free flow and energy when we can honor ourselves as women. There are many, many, many workshops on this and workbooks and so much information solely on this in your divine feminine section within this collective. So please pop in and save the posts and connect back to that cycle because that's what supports us with moving up we're already aware of what emotions are going to come up at certain times and we're ready to accept them we know where we are we never feel like there's anything wrong with us we just know where we are in our cycle and what emotions arise at those times and how to feel them so let's lean into that more that brings us up that brings us up that brings us up it gives us more confidence it gives us more gratitude and joy 
patience and we move into love. See how it's all interlinked. It's all interlinked, everything that we do here. It's all for us to move up our vibrational scale and move back into our hearts, everything, all the work that we do. Okay, we'll move on to the next slide. Let's just lean in for a second. We're moving into our processing here now. So before we've just been into the input of information, bearing in mind that there is an actual structure to how a human being learns and integrates. There are many people who are on this path and have been on this path for decades and have learned so much and have been through every retreat. They've done, uh, they've done so many medicine journeys, but can struggle with integration. There is absolutely no point in doing something if we don't learn anything from what we're doing, if we don't actually take the learnings and implement them into our life. So this is a process. Think of it as a triangle input, what we've just done. This is us processing. And then we move into our output, which is what actually creates change in our life. What actually creates real change in our life is when we move into the output. We cannot move into the output until we have processed. So this is our embodiment. This is our integration moving into our embodiment. Let's really lean in now. What have you just seen? What have I just said? How did you just feel? What did you just think of? What came to your mind in those past half an hour, whatever it was? What did you take from that? Each of us here today will have taken something different. What did you take? What did it mean to you? Let's lean into ourselves. Let's really delve into our inner world. Because it's our inner voice, which is our true guide. We're only here guiding us back to our guidance. It's us. We hold all of the keys and secrets within ourselves. So explore on that scale. Where do you feel you was on that frequency scale? Being brutally honest with ourselves, being really in our, in our divine truth of what is in this moment, not bypassing what is actually happening right now. Not what do we want to happen? How do we feel right now? How do we feel right now? This is us moving through what is, which allows us to actually grow. Because we, let's think of it like your friends just moved into a new house and they haven't sent you the postcode. Now you're driving. If you haven't got that map, you cannot get there. To use the map, you have to put in your current location. This is my current location. Okay, it might be the location I want, I might desire a different location, but this is my location, it's where I am, I'm going to be where I'm at, where am I at? We've got to tell the map where we're at for it to be able to create the route to get us to our destination. So this is where we lean in to being where we are at. Where do you feel there that you are? Okay, we'll move on.
The four stages of happiness. This is, oh, let me turn this fan off. <laughs> the four stages of happiness. Now we have instant gratification, which is a quick little dopamine hit, a little bit of pleasure. Um, we have achievement. We feel like we've got somewhere, we've done something. This releases the reward chemicals within our brain. We get more chemicals and more chemicals and more chemicals. And then we have contribution, which is long-term. This is why so many of us desire a path as to where we feel like we're giving back. Many of us who are on this path can be uh, highly empathic. We can also feel a deep pull to our soul as to why we are here and what our mission is on earth. And this is the contribution. This is the next scale of our happiness when we fall into why am I here? What am I doing? And then we move into the greatest good, which is eternal. This is where our happiness isn't a fleeting moment. It's not, I'm getting a little drop of dopamine here and I'm getting a little drop of dopamine here. It's, it's where we're, we're feeling more in that state long term. So immediate would be a quick pleasure. Food, sex. What else do we do as humans? Food, sex, shopping, anything that can just numb us for a little minute. Let's just give us a little bit of pleasure. And this is what we seem to believe um, can be a, a little peak of, of happiness. And what happens is it's just a scale that goes round and round and round and round. We get the new shoes, then we want the new bag, then there's a new car, and then there's a new house, then this new thing came out, and then there's this holiday, and then we want to go here, and we just go round and round and round and round. These are immediate, instant hits of pleasure, dopamine, and, um, and they don't stop. But what if we didn't have to keep going and getting it, and we could just feel it inside of us? We could just feel it inside of us constantly. After this, we move up to achievement. So when I just get this job and if I just hit this goal and I just get this qualification and I just do this and then we constantly feel like there's something else that we need to do and we are here disconnected to our divinity, knowing that we already are everything. Contribution, giving back. We love to support. Um, we love to support those around us. This, is, this makes us feel good. This is our contribution. And if we just move up to the scale, Just move up. The ultimate good, which is eternal. So serving somebody else will give us so much more happiness than a cake or another cheap dopamine hit. Being of service, being in our soul expression, uh, supporting the, the ultimate good. We all know we love to support. We love to support those around us and... This is really important for, for our own happiness. And while we're on this topic, I'm just going to uh, divert into um, people-pleasing mechanisms because people-pleasing does not come from love. People-pleasing does, does not come from ultimate good. People-pleasing does not come for the greatest good of all. People-pleasing is a subconscious trauma response that we have to feel needed, wanted, loved liked we know that we're people pleasing if we are sacrificing ourselves so let's look at this in our contribution and serving for the highest good to create and move us up this happiness scale and ask ourselves when we are contributing are we harming ourselves in any way 
if we are, it's people pleasing and we might as well just be right at the bottom of the scale. It's not to say I'm saving everyone so I'm at this higher happiness on the scale because we can just be fulfilling our own subconscious voids. We can just be fulfilling our own trauma responses, which isn't actually moving us up at all. So this is a really important key for us to lean in and ask ourselves when we are in service, um, what is it that I am receiving? Um, am I doing this from my heart or am I doing this to fill a void within myself? Uh, for me, I've, I've been in service for 15 years, but at the beginning of my service, it was very much to fulfill my own subconscious needs. So I worked a lot with children's confidence and I obviously had a journey myself within my childhood and me working with the children uh, at this stage was actually a form of, of my trauma at play. There was shadows that I was yet to bring to light. There was emotions and feelings that I was yet to feel. There was things I was yet to move through and I was getting my sense of healing from giving others what I needed myself at that time rather than giving that to myself. So it can actually serve as a distraction. Um, telling you from a friend. <laughs> So it's up to us to actually lean in and go, okay, I'm just going to be really mature and conscious about this right now <laughs> and be a grown up. And I'm going to ask myself, um, am I receiving anything subconsciously here? Is there anything here that I need to give to myself? So, yeah, we'll move on. Ooh. Okay, so if we look at the four stages of happiness in contribution for the long term, we go right to the top. Just move up. Here we go. Liz. Yeah? Liz, just really quickly. Do you know what you just said there? How how do you distinguish um like living your you know, your purpose from your pain with separating that out from whether it's something that you need to heal? Do you know what I mean? And whether yeah. you're the, yeah. that you need to do the work first how do, yeah. you, how do you differentiate so a lot of our what we believe is our purpose or also or our soul calling or our path can actually be just stemming from our trauma and once we heal our trauma that purpose dissolves and it can actually literally vanish out of our lives which was something that we thought was for our soul to be here um, so in this process for us to move through this we ask ourselves how we feel in the process so for me, when I was in that stage, I had a lot of very, 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 very deep emotions. Like I would go home and I'd cry all night. I'd get so much from this service that I was in that it was actually a trigger and an activation for me because there was, there was, no, there was no need for me to be in such an emotional state when I was in that state of service. It would really, 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 yeah. really, really, I'd feel all of it. And that's when that's when we know that it's it's something that we need to work on and it can actually act as a distraction. We can actually subconsciously start doing that. So we don't do that. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Thanks for asking, Helen. Thank you. It's um yeah, it's eye-opening, isn't it, when we look at things in, in different ways. Um yeah, so let's look here now. Um Objective characteristics, ultimate good, eternal. Participate in giving and receiving ultimate meaning, goodness, um, ideals and love. Characteristics, truth, love, justice, authenticity, unity, inner beauty. 
so it's about us to ask ourselves where does where does this come from within ourselves which one of these do we fall into if we look at contribution um we do good beyond ourselves we make um an optimal positive difference for others community love justice um it's intrinsic meaning it's more of a uh, it's come out from like an inner goodness and is an end to itself so let's go down again let's go down the scale down the scale achievement short term let's look at these lower vibrationals here now winning winning power popularity gaining advantage promoting the self and um, personal power and um, control 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 jealousy fear a failure um isolation we need to achieve we've got to achieve we need to win this is our subconscious this is stemming from a fear vibration which puts us in a lower vibration this isn't to the greatest good of all this isn't to serve this is self-service this is self-service achievement that's what this is winning power popularity gaining advantage this if we look at this as um competition competition we're here to collaborate here to collaborate this is all achievement self-service um self-service and this comes from a fear a fear of failure not be not feeling good enough Another way um, that we get these quick dopamine hits that's keeping us in the darkness within our subconscious without moving into the ultimate good of all is um, external stimulation, like what we spoke about then, like the um, immediate pleasures of like buying a bag, going on the holiday, eating the cake, um, sex, all of these distractions that we use, these all keep us in lower vibrations. Anything that we need outside of ourselves owns us. Anything that we need outside of ourselves owns us. Anything that we need outside of ourselves owns us. Anything that we do through obligation is not from love. Anything that we do from obligation is not from love. Quick dopamine hits, lack of self-worth, boredom, fear of loss, no desire um, to fulfill of the ultimate good self-service so as you can see here the lower vibration and the higher are, are much different are much different forms of us receiving happiness very very different um and they're coming from a complete different vibration they're coming from a different space subconsciously we can even say that some of them come from light and some of them come from dark and it's about us asking ourselves where's this coming from within me why do i want to achieve this why is this important what is it that i think i'm getting i am worthy I am worthy. I am worthy. I love myself. I have nothing to prove. I have nothing to prove. I have nothing to prove. And continually speaking those words to ourselves. Okay, we'll move on. So let's look at this again. Pleasure does being a, a quick dopamine hit, a short lift. Um, it's a lot of experiences that are alone. It's often associated with um, addictive tendencies, substances, alcohol, spending associated with dopamine. The quick hits, they're just quick hits. Cheap dopamine hits. Happiness. Happiness that we can keep hold of. That's ours. That's within us. That we've ignited is long-lived. 
it's um, giving, it's joyful. So we were saying about following our joy before, it's fulfilling, um, often experienced socially. There's no addiction to the happiness, it's just there and we know it's not going anywhere. Um, so that is that is the difference. So it's for us to ask ourselves, where are we getting these cheap dopamine hits? When we find that we live in these, uh, these cheap dopamine hits with the sex, the food, the shopping, whatever it is, it's often a distraction and it's often a form of numbing alcohol, drugs, all of these things that we do to get these dopamine hits is because we haven't got it in our body. We're not feeling this sense of happiness in us. So we're going externally and finding it. That's what we're doing. So it's about us asking ourselves as to what is it that I am numbing within me? What is it that I'm trying to feel or I'm trying to escape from within myself? How can I come back home to myself and give myself long-lasting happiness where it's not just for five minutes? And we do that through, as we said, feeling all of our emotions and having this real self-inquiry and this decoding moving through us. Okay, we'll move on. This is our last slide, is it? Ah, okay. Happy chemicals, happy chemicals. So we've got dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphin. Now, these are basically chemicals that are free that we can ignite in our body at any time. So how do we get dopamine? We can meditate and we can create daily to-do lists. We can look at long-term goals. It gets us excited and we can exercise a lot of self-care, really loving on ourselves, oxytocin, listening to music, that favorite playlist, you know, where we really feel into it and we create some movements around it. Um, we can compliment someone else. Oh, wow this is just such a beautiful feeling it really shifts our vibration when we give somebody else a compliment and um cold showers we can reach out to friends meditate serotonin sunlight cold showers exercising nuts and cheese there are different foods that um, produce different chemicals as well that link to these different happy chemicals. I won't go too much into that, but there, there are different foods for all of these. So nuts, 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 nuts. I put nuts over my um, fruit and like my granola bowl every morning. I fill that up, fill that up. Um, and then we move into the endorphin of strength, laughing and crying, watching a good movie, you know, looking at those funny videos where a new baby's being born, a little, a little puppy, um, helping someone else. Dark chocolate, the spicy food as well, but spicy food isn't for me. I'm more of a dark chocolate. So um yeah, there are different, there are different keys to our happiness within within us. And these chemicals in particular that we can actually unlock. So that is the four stages of happiness. And we've moved through the vibrational scale. We've moved through the different mindsets. We've moved through the different emotions. We've moved through the different feelings. We've moved through quick hits and long term. There is so much for us to digest and contemplate from today's workshop. So we will move on. Um, I think we'll just open up for some questions now. Before we do that, let's lean in and ask what changes can we implement to our life to move up this pyramid that we've just looked at? How can we explore how to release what no longer serves us? What's blocking us? What's stopping us? Um, 
and what can we work towards to raise our vibration so what spoke to you then bearing in mind we all hear different things so every one of us here will have heard something different then what did you hear what did you hear what did your what did your subconscious attach to what 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 really called out for you because we all take a different experience from the same thing, depending on our own program and our own conditioning and our own experiences. So let's lean into the, the processing of, of what we've just moved through so that we can actually create change and integrate, become an embodiment of our lens, embody them. Okay, and we will close our share screen. And we're just opening up the space for any questions. Let me 